Welcome back to All Things Creepy. I'm your host, Micah James. So I'm not going to lie, I was sick this past week. I am feeling a lot better, but I'm still stuffy. You can probably hear it right now, but I promise I'm feeling a lot better, but I'm still a little sick. But I didn't want to miss an episode or be late with an episode. So I wanted to revisit a topic that I talked about in my original run of my podcast and that is the Mandela effect. I still have my notes on it from when I originally talked about it so let's dive right into it shall we? So in case you don't know what the Mandela effect is it just basically refers to a mass group of people misremembering things or remembering things completely differently than others. The term itself was coined in 2009 by Fiona Broom. She mentioned in a post she made about how she remembered how former South African President Nelson Mandela died in prison in the 1980s when he, in fact, died in 2013. Upon making this post, a lot of other people came forward and said, yeah, I also remember him dying in the 1980s. Thus, the Mandela effect became the term for this phenomenon. One common example, we'll get into more examples a bit later is Berenstein versus Berenstain bears. But before we get into more examples, let's dive into why people might be experiencing this. There is a number of logical and not so logical explanations as to why. I'm not going to go through all of them. I just chose three big ones. Confabulation is one logical explanation. This happens when your brain fills in gaps in your memories to make more sense of them, which tends to lead people to remembering things that never really happened. Another logical explanation is misleading post-event information. This one is a little more self-explanatory than the last one. Basically, you learn information after the event occurs, and it can change the memory of said event. This is also the reason why eyewitnesses can be considered unreliable in court, but that's not what we're talking about today. This next one is where it kind of starts to get a little more out there, but it's still at least somewhat reasonable compared to like other out there theories. Alternate realities. The thing about other explanations is that they don't necessarily explain how so many people misremember the same exact thing like Mandela's death. So that is where alternate realities comes into play. Like maybe someone fell asleep one night in their original universe but woke up in ours and things are slightly different like how Berenstein bears in this universe might be spelled Berenstain or whatever is the original spelling of that. Another theory that I saw that's at least kind of close to the alternate realities theory is how the world actually did end in 2012, and or at least the world as we know it ended, and we kind of collided with another universe, an alternate reality, and so, you know, half the population remembers it this way, while the other half remember it that way sort of thing. So let's dive into some examples. So one common one that I remember debating some people on is Jif versus Jiffy. 
When thinking about the popular peanut butter brand, many people remember it being called Jiffy. But to me, there is an, a logical explanation as to why people remember it as Jiffy and not Jeff. Maybe some are combining Jeff and Skippy, and so they combine Jiffy. But in actuality, it's just Jeff and Skippy. There's also an auto body shop, at least here in the U.S., called Jiffy Lube. So I don't know, maybe people are like conflating those two. I feel like it'd be a sin if I don't at least bring up Fruit of the Loom. So basically, Fruit of the Loom says, oh, there was never a cornucopia on our logo. However, so many people remember there being a cornucopia, myself included. If I can find the photo that this person shared, I will post it to my Instagram at all things creepy pod so you guys can see it. But they ended up digging up an old shirt of theirs from Fruit of the Loom. You can see you can still see the logo that's on it and it's Fruit of the Loom and it has a cornucopia. So that's a little suspicious there, Fruit of the Loom. Another one that I see occasionally is Sex in the City. Even saying that kind of feels a little wrong to me, personally. It's actually sex and the city. Although, I can kind of see how people can remember this one being the other way. Because if you say sex in the city really fast, it does kind of sound like sex in the city. So, I kind of get where people are coming from with this one. Next is a song, We Are the Champions. Now, this one... You can debate whether or not this one counts as a Mandela effect because a lot of people remember this famous Queen song ending with the lyric of the world. And again, like I said, this one isn't fully wrong. In the in their live age version, Freddie Mercury does sing of the world at the very end. However, in the original recording, it just ends with no time for losers because we are the champions. And that's where the song ends in the original recording. But again, you can debate whether this one even counts at all because on one hand, it did technically happen. But on the other hand, it's not in the OG recording. So let me know if you think that one even counts in general. Another one kind of goes to JFK's assassination. Now, there's a whole lot about his assassination that's kind of weird and kind of I can do a whole entire independent episode about his assassination and the whole Kennedy curse and all that. As far as this specific episode, many people remember there being four people in the car when there were really six, but this is another one that like I kind of understand why people remember four and not six. If you end up looking at photos and videos, some of the angles uh, do obscure the the view of the front passengers and the driver. In the car, those in the car were the driver, the the two security service agents, John and Nellie Connolly, and of course, the two Kennedys. And again, like I said, this one is definitely more on the understandable side because the angles of which the cameras picked up the car. It's a little it's a little confusing. Our next one is Flintstones versus Flint Stones. So this is yet another one where it at least kind of logically makes sense as to why people might remember it as one or the other. 
it is actually flinked with a T stones, not Flintstones. However, if you're anything like me, you don't really pronounce your T's. So again, I get why people remember as Flintstones. And like, I'm one of those people who just hate pronounces, pronouncing T's and things. So I mean, T's for spilling or drinking, not speaking. <laughs> All right. So for our last one, it's a little strange, at least to me. I'm going to start with a question. How many states are there in the U.S.? You don't have to name them, just what's the number of states here in the U.S.? If you said anything other than 50, you'd be wrong. If you're like me, and this is the first time you're hearing it, you might be thinking, of course there's only 50. How could people not know that or confuse that? But as I've kind of been dancing around Some people actually remember learning about 51 or 52. However, when you take into consideration that the U.S. has territories like Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, and take into consideration Washington, D.C., you can almost see where this group is coming from, as D.C. is not its own independent state, and Puerto Rico and the Virgin Islands, like I said, are territories, not actual states. But again, if I can especially understand this like if you're not from the US at all because like you don't learn sure you might learn about US geography but not to the same extent as us in the US do. So totally understand how especially non-US citizens will believe this. All right, so that was the Mandela effect revisited kind of I am hoping by next episode, I'm going to feel a lot better and I will do like a more in-depth episode and I won't be as stuffy and I'll feel 100% better, I'm hoping. So yeah, I will see you guys next week with the next episode. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, is that the No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big hole. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Electric acid.